Good evening. Thank you for coming. Uh, continuing in our discussion of the Yemei Benam Tarim, the three weeks, nine days, Shavuot, Shechalbo, so on and so forth. So we had been talking about uh, haircuts. We've been talking about laundry. We take a small little break here. The Shechan Aruch says, Lachar HaTa'anit, after the fast is over, meaning after Tisha B'Av has concluded, so mutar l'saper l'chabes miyad. It would be permissible for a person to get a haircut or to do laundry immediately. Now, that all sounds fine and good, but later on, uh, we find that there is a minag not that way, and the Mishnah quotes it. He says that if you look later on, that maybe we should wait until the 10th of Av, meaning the following day, uh, and wait specifically until the halachic midpoint of that day. So there still are some morning practices. The uh, simplest reason for this is that uh, the Beit HaMikdash was uh, probably lit on fire actually toward the end of the day on Tisha B'Av, and that fire lasted until uh, well into the next day, into the 10th. So we still have some of those morning practices uh, that go until the next day. But we'll, we'll come back to that. Uh, he says, in theory, right when the fast is over, you can go ahead and uh, you can do your laundry. You can uh, get your hair cut, so on and so forth. He just adds here, If Tisha B'Av falls out on a Sunday, or if it falls out on a Shabbos, and we push off the fast until after Shabbos, until Sunday, which is how we have it this year. So then, uh, He says that we would be able to, in theory, uh, engage in these types of activities, the laundry, the uh, haircuts, uh, we would be able to do that uh, the weeks prior. Now, why is that important to us? Because we've been talking about when it comes to the haircuts and uh, laundry that it's only been problematic during the Shavuot Shechalbo, at least for the Sephardim, for the week that Shabbat falls out. Well, what happens if it falls out on Shabbos? What happens if it falls out on Sunday? So how do we look at the previous week? Do we say, well, that is the Shavuot Shechalbo, that is the week that Shabbat falls out? Or do we say, no, no, it's really going to be in the next week. So, uh, and therefore, you're, if you're a Sephardi, basically going to have no morning practices whatsoever in a year like that. So he says that you would be able to do whatever you want. However, there's another opinion that says, no, we would still say that the entire week prior would be considered the Shavuot Shechalbo, the week that Tisha B'Av falls out, even though technically, right, we're pushing the fast off until Sunday. Uh, it's not really that week, but we still we treat it as though it is the Shavuot Shechalbo. We would have these morning practices, aside from uh, Thursday and Friday of that week. Why? Because we say, look, Kavod Shabbat, in honor of Shabbos, we allow you to be a little bit more lenient. Now, it's a little bit strange because we assume that we sort of ramp up the intensity of our morning practices. And here we would tell you we're going to treat it like Shavuot Shechalbo, which is as intense as it gets, aside from Tisha B'Av itself. But you could take off two of those days, the Kavod Shabbos, right? And we allow you to do that. Again, that doesn't allow for any activity, right? You're not going to a concert on Thursday and Friday claiming that it's the Kavod Shabbos. But we would allow some of these activities uh, for uh, that reason because technically we could argue it's not really the Shavuot Shechalbo. The Mishnah Brewery here makes a distinction, and he says that maybe uh, we have to say that it would be different if Tisha B'Av falls out on Shabbos versus when Tisha B'Av falls out on a Sunday. When Tisha B'Av falls out on a Shabbos, so it's very easy for me to argue, even though, yes, we are pushing the fast off until Sunday, but that week prior is the week that Tisha B'Av falls out. So therefore, we should treat it for sure like it is the Shavuot Shechalbo, and all the morning practices will be in place. The only time we could maybe be lenient is when it actually falls out on a Sunday. That's not like this week, uh, this year, excuse me. Uh, there are years where it actually falls out 
On Sunday, it's not pushed off. So there, we could be lenient and say, well, the week prior is not really the week that Tisha B'Av falls out, and maybe we could uh, uh, go ahead and be lenient. I think for the most part, people take on most of the morning practices uh, anyway. And again, for most of us here in this room uh, who are B'nai Ashkenaz, uh, it seems... Uh, for the most part, irrelevant, because there are very few places where the poskim say that we're more machmir during the shvosh chabo. There are instances where we quoted yesterday, for example, at Shalashidis, when we are talking about practicing. Uh, if a person is practicing uh, whatever instrument they play, so some poskim say that it's permissible up until the shvosh chabo. So there, if you're Ashkenazi, maybe we would tell you, right, that this question comes into play, but it won't necessarily, uh, for us B'nai Ashkenaz, really come into play, but it's important uh, to note, nonetheless, because we always like to know when we have a snifla kel, we have something to be lenient upon, so in a year like uh, this, perhaps, and certainly in a year where Tisha B'Av falls out on a Sunday, it's possible that uh, we could be lenient the week before. <laughs>